Welcome everyone to what's going to be a huge episode of the Wrestling Wars podcast. We got so much to get to and not a ton of time to do it. Lightning round time today. KB, he's here. He writes for WrestlingRumors.net and KB Wrestling Reviews. You can buy his books on Amazon. Fucking A, did I get all that? Close enough. Good stuff. Um, Real quick, real quick. Just the plug one more time. Our new current events correspondent, the lovely and intelligent, major mainstream adult film actress Mercedes Carrera will be with us on Thursday. It's going to be it's a big one. You guys are going to enjoy it. KB, how do you feel like feel about that? Uh, good. Keep in mind my wife listens to this show, so <laughs> we'll go with good. <laughs> and leave it at that, period. Yeah. She's a new new member of the team. We're ready to go. That's, that's going to be a solid setup. Um, I, I maybe I don't know if I should if I want to ruin this this prank before I can do it, or if I just want to tell you and get your reaction right now. I had a, a small plan to perhaps um, call you in the middle of the call that I was on with her. Oh jeez! And have you just jump on and see what your reaction would be? Well, when you were teasing it to me when we were talking elsewhere, I. I had that was one of the last things I expected. I thought like yeah, <laughs> you had gotten like some some wrestler that we hadn't heard that I that wasn't very well known or maybe one of the former writers or something like that. But that wasn't what I expected. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, when we're doing plugs, um, I've been in contact with Body Guy Johnson, Roy Body Guy Johnson, Roy Better Know from Progress Wrestling. And he will be joining us again. He's probably going to be our first guest of the new year coming up. So you guys be on the lookout for that. Also, very soon I'm going to have Ty Burna back on. And uh, I don't know what what does Killjoy use for his like gimmick name for for this radio show. I have no idea. You know, well, no. the host of Radio Estelar um, is a well, it's a Spanish podcast. So for anybody who speaks Spanish, you can listen to that. Um, and I'm he's probably going to be a guest on there in the near future, too. He's going to be on here. We're going to do... And he doesn't know it yet because I haven't actually asked him. He's probably hearing <laughs> it the first time on this show. But that's my plan, was to ask him and Ty to come on because they're big Lucha Underground guys. And the second season of Lucha Underground is coming up in January. So we got a jam-packed January. I'm going to see oh, if I can get good. X-Fear back on here for a, for a Christmas movie special for the next week. But... That Lucha Underground show, I am looking forward to that so much. All right. you guys, if, if you guys haven't watched Lucha Underground... It is. It can rival NXT for the most fun you will have on a wrestling show. It may not be the highest quality, but it is a blast every we're here, week. And we're going to talk all about it. Speaking of things that we're going to talk all about, KB, you've been on here all these times talking sure. about we need our payoff. Where's our payoff? Sure. We need our release. The big release. No, this is not a Mercedes Carrera episode. We're talking about <laughs> wrestling. And we finally got it last night and Sunday night. We have we have two babyface champions now. Oh yeah. We got ourselves Dean Ambrose and what was a pretty damn fine little ten minute match yep. Sunday night. But more importantly, all right, let's get this. We'll get the we'll get the the negativity out of the way real quick. Uh. Why? Yeah, I, all my listeners out there, hit me up. MNC VKG on Twitter at MNC VKG. Hit me up. If anybody has, if anybody can justify this, I tweeted MLW radio. No answer. I tweeted cage side seats. No answer. 
I tre- I tweeted Alex Greenfield, the writer, former writer, head writer of SmackDown, and the host of my favorite uh, podcast every week, The Writer's Room, on MOWradio.com. No, they don't pay me. Um, it just really is my favorite show. I tweeted him and asked him. I asked all these people. Fucking justify to me. Please justify to me. Why? After Roman Reigns goes crazy badass on Sunday night. And you're planning on having him win the title at the end of Monday Night Raw. Do you start Raw off with Stephanie McMahon slapping him in the face 87 times with no retort? Because this is Stephanie McMahon's show. Really, that that that's... This is these are the issues that you get on me for bringing up all the time, but it is that's least, what that's what makes it hurt the worst. Is I try yeah. to defend this situation, yeah, and it's just now, so so bad. As I've said, Triple H is way better about this than she is because Triple H will at least take a beating. Oh, when he, he was has I, to. when I was trying to describe it to somebody else that what the beating that he took at the end of the night. I'm like, he was getting hit by a chair and like flying across the ring. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. It was such a classic. And, awesome like triple h eating shit sell job yeah. like he's and so he, like, fucking good at that even last year he took a clean loss to brian in the main of in the opening match of wrestlemania he'll take a lot that's where stephanie just drives me crazy every single i mean uh, okay i get that you can't have rain spearing her because you'll have a petition and people will freak out and a group it's of, like fine if he puts his hand up and catches her hand yeah. He stops. That would have been the best fucking way you could have done that. She's yeah. slapping him. He fucking looks at her and smiles. She slaps him. He looks at her and smiles. Slaps him a third time. He's looking a little perturbed. She goes yeah. for a fourth one. He raises his hand, catches her arm, and lowers it and just shakes his head and says, nope, you're not doing that again. And then she kind of fucking shrinks back and gets out of the room and screams at him and says nasty things to him. Yeah, but I mean, no, Stephanie got to do her big tough girl walk out of the ring And you know the one I'm talking about where she tries to look like Triple H. And she got to do that big tough walk out of the ring with her shoulders swagging and stuff like that. And I mean, when Ronda Rousey can't do more than just twist your arm back a little bit, no one's going to touch you. And then, I mean, uh, furthermore, what do we... Oh, yeah, that happened this weekend, too. Did you watch the fight at all? Uh, Yeah, I did. I was, um, people were telling me. You know, I'm sorry that you paid seventy dollars for that. And I said, I'm not. I fucking, I was laughing so hard I couldn't breathe for a solid oh, thirty fucking cool. seconds. See, that I was the, insane. I made the mistake of reaching over for a gla- for a, a drink of coke, and, and you back I and you're almost, like, wait, what? Uh, no, I almost, I almost choked on it because he said, because uh, Rogan chatted, we have a new champion. Yeah, yeah, it was freaking insane. I, I, I didn't know what to think. Definitely not what I expected. But anyways, back to wrestling. Why do we do that? And then why do we? Why do we then have Vince coming out and we're going back to testicle jokes? We're talking about people's balls. Yeah. And then Reigns is getting kicked in the balls. There's I, I, like that, a lot that, of that lot of ball sacks off. involved in everything that Roman Reigns has been doing lately. That threw me off more than anything else. Like that was just a random. I thought he, I thought Vince was going to kick him low and said, "And the match starts now." Yeah, or something. I, I didn't. It just happened and he left. Yeah, really sort of. Um, the thing that got me about the whole situation was okay. Their first match with the old with the return of the finger air quotes uh, was at Survivor Series. Last five minutes, yeah, or last no thirty seconds. Not a real match for all intents and purposes. Um, then they have the five minute rematch on Raw, 
like whatever it was, a week later or whatever. And then then they have a TLC match. And then for the moment, the big blow off is back to a regular match. Like, yeah, nobody thought, hey, we've got one of the biggest gimmick matches of the year. Reigns could be fired if he loses. You, you, you seeing where I'm going with this? Well, I mean, um, I didn't mind it just because of the way that everything went. I saw people yeah. second guessing it. Oh, well, that should have happened. Right. The, the way things went, I don't. I don't know how you could second guess it because, like, well, I'm not second guessing it. It's well, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about other oh. people. Like, I just don't. Like, it was perfect. Like, oh yeah, the crowd yeah. was booing him. It was the worst fucking go home segment in the history of go home segments this week. Yep. It was fucking hopeless. Yep. And they managed to turn it around, and not only turn it around, but get him 100 percent over and cheered in, in unison in fucking Philadelphia, where this whole thing started, with this whole booing him thing started. I mean, now, I was laying in bed um, with it on my little TV, my smaller, but my bedroom TV um, kind of turned down a little bit. So I couldn't hear 100%, but you confirm or deny for me. It sounded to me like the crowd fucking popped pretty hard, and oh, it was yeah. pretty much 100%. Oh, yeah. See, the, the, this is what amazes me. So they have tried every single thing possible to get oh, rain. Oh, don't worry. I'm going there in a second. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. And their solution turns out to be, let's put the worst possible option as champion. So the crowd reaction will be, well, it's better than Sheamus. We might as well cheer. It wasn't even that. It's not even that. I think it's about Reigns. They finally, it only took a fucking year to maybe fucking think, hey, this guy has a fucking an uh, animalistic fucking quality about him. He looks like fucking Cal Drogo from fucking Game of Thrones. Maybe we should book him like he's a fucking insane fucking warrior badass and not have him out here doing fucking tater test uh, ball jokes. Or as and nobody wants him to be the next John Cena. Fucking half the crowd doesn't even want the current John Cena to be John Cena. They want him to be the first Roman Reigns. Or and, just the, or to have him be Batista, not Cena, to put it and simply. He finally got to be that at the end of the night on Sunday night, and the crowd was way into it. They wanted it. And also, let's not forget the fact that that sinister look in his eyes at the end of Sunday night and how fucking bloodlust the crowd was for him, that yeah. only furthermore cements that he would have been or still could be a fucking awesome heel. An yeah. awesome heel. That malice that was in his oh. eyes was fucking great well the, um, thing, the thing for me was um there was that the the he's done it a couple times now where he just starts launching nothing but superman punches because that's yeah. all he does for a little bit that's that gave me flashbacks to um survivor series 94 no royal rumble 94 where undertaker was fighting off like this horde of people yeah and they would just keep holding up the urn and he would just keep firing back uppercut after uppercut because it was all he had but it made him look like a superhero out there yeah and just fighting off with everything he had. The Superman was, punch to to the ladder was fucking awesome. Oh, if the one where he uh, where he knocked Sheamus. Yeah, the yeah. That if they were gonna turn the, t I thought they were turning it there. I thought they were changing the title there. Yeah, yeah. But last night, the key to the whole thing last night was, and I know people are saying, well, he was gonna be on ESPN tonight or whatever, and that that did it. that did kind of piss me off. That did kind of um, piss me off. Like why the a fuck little, would you say that right but... before the fucking career-ending possible match comes on. Fuck, a little, WWE, but... man. Yeah, but to be fair, though, they did say that um, right before the main event of Mania, they did say either Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns will be on the Today Show, and then Rollins wound up being on it instead. Yeah. So they're, they're, it's not... 
I didn't think anything of it because I was completely into the drama. Yeah. But the key thing is, and this is the hardest thing to pull off, especially in the day and age where fans have seen everything and you can predict half of what they're going to do. The hardest thing to do and the most important thing to do is to be able to make you believe that you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Because I did, I did feel like that. I was like, wow. I'm like, I wonder if they're going to do it tonight. Yeah. So. And because, yeah. because yeah, I know they said he's going to be fired. It's WWE. They would have found a shenanigan yeah, to pull yeah, off. Yeah. And that's what I kept waiting on, but it never came. And you keep waiting for that, and you keep thinking they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. And then, dang, they might actually do it. And you get to the point where you're – when you have that little uncertainty, as soon as you have that, they've got you. And that is so hard to do these days. But they pulled it off last night. So so you loved everything about it then? Yes, I did. Yes, um, I did. Sounded like the crowd did too. But yeah. as always, we have to temper our excitement just a bit because yeah. what is it all about? Well – Follow-up. Yeah. Follow-up. We'll, it's we'll see all the, about follow-up. Well, what happens – Next week is what matters. Yeah. Well, one good sign is last night they the they the ratings came out. The viewership was the highest since August. All right. Okay. So now the thing is though, you're going to get that with just the guarantee of a title match. Yeah. I'm sure. more I'm more interested in next week's ratings. Yeah. Because now that everybody knows that Reigns is champion, do they tune in to see what happens, or are they like, oh, well, never mind, and watch something else. Because the other good sign for them is Monday Night Football has, I think, two games left this season. That is true. So the ratings are going to go up just because of because that's not an option anymore. Because last night, I, if I remember right, if you add up the three hours of numbers from Raw, it's still lower than just Monday Night Football. So that's that's just, it's such a game changer to have that out of the way. Yeah, yeah. We'll definitely add some more in. Um what else? Oh, Sunday night. Okay, so what did you think overall of TLC? What what grade did it, did you get it? Give it. I gave it a I gave it a B minus overall, uh, which was about what I expected. Yeah. Um, the ending we all pretty much saw, well the ending to the last match we all saw coming. I, I don't think I think everyone was just sitting around waiting for the league to run in. Well, I thought it was going to be a bunch of shenanery, but I still still thought he might win. You know, I, I figured that was going to be. See, I never thought he would. Yeah, I thought I thought he would end up going because that was you know it's always been. If you believe certain sources, that's always kind of been the plan. So I just figured yeah. that would be his overcoming all fucking odds yeah. moment. And then they did a, such a good job of false finishes selling oh, it. Yeah. That, well, you the, know. The, the Superman punch off the ladder, they had me thinking they might do it there. That They really did have me believing in that one for a second. Um, they've done a much better job. I, I don't know if it's just where the last couple of months have been so dreadful or if they're actually just really doing well, but they've been nailing this drama lately, the last week or so. Just where, I mean, with TLC, it's, TLC going into it, in my preview, I said, this is a show where just the violence and the carnage are going to carry it to a decent show on its own. Because it's a show where the stories don't really matter, it's all about everybody just breaking stuff. Speaking of breaking stuff, and almost breaking fucking everything how about that uh that lucha dragons oh man that lucha dragons usos fucking new day match that was insane that can was can you imagine like uh, that might have been that salita del sol at the top might have been the most dangerous bump i've seen since foley in the cell That's a, um i'd put the spear off the ladder higher up there with edge 
just for the just for if they land it even slightly wrong on that. Oh yeah, that was 01. Foley was 98. Yeah. Okay, but since then, oh that it's up um off the top of my head nothing's really coming to me. No one's I mean, really just take... for pure fucking like he he went upside down. Like he backed oh, yeah. the top of the fucking ladder like Oh yeah, if he over rotates or under rotates any, on that. Anything. Anything. Oh or yeah. Uso goes a little bit off balance and they go sideways. Anything. Yeah. Oh it yeah. I mean, that was ignore, insane. I mean, ignore the fact that you could see when they broke it that it was a wooden ladder. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but talk still, about that. Yeah. No, if, I mean, if you go it, when you're going upside down like that, it's you know you can't. It, it's hard to it's hard to control anything at that point. Um, yeah, I don't. I can't off the very top of my head. I can't think of anything since the Edge Spear, uh, unless you go to TNA with um, Elix Skipper walking the cage. Yeah, that and the the fucking Kennedy. Yeah. The Kennedy fucking Kurt Angle fucking yeah. cage match. Yeah. Kurt Angle, I was like, you're dead. That's it. Like, when he yeah. did that moonsault and, like, barely made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but unless, uh, for, for WWE, it's probably back yeah. to edge um, with, with the spear off the ladder. That was So that match was fucking good times. They kind of killed me with the pacing afterwards, going straight into back to back fucking swagger and del rio yeah my back and rusev yeah neither match was uh good well they were okay but they were just okay that's a move that wcw would pull back in 2000 they'd have one match that they knew was going to be awesome and they would put that at the top of the show instead of like three matches in to, to boost the crowd back up yeah always drove me crazy um but the show was good. It did. It's certainly not perfect or even really good. But it was entertaining, and that's what it needed to be. Oh, it certainly was. It was. It was definitely at least as yeah. After as we thought, um, table match. Uh, I know it only ha- has a certain a certain ceiling on it for you because yeah. of one Tommy Dreamer. Uh, I don't hate Dreamer as much as you think I do. Now, last night seeing him... Your boy, Tommy Dreamer, was in it. Well, see, the, the worst part is I look a little bit like him. That makes it even worse. Yeah. So, um, but Dreamer, if he's... if the the Above all else, they've lost every match they've been in. I think the Dudleys beat the Ascension a few times, which everybody beats the Ascension. Yeah, I like that. It doesn't count, really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the fact that they've been here just to, just to put other teams over... Uh, that makes it a lot easier to sit through. It's when Tommy uh, Tommy Dreamer jumped the shark for me when he was pinning AJ Styles twice on pay per view. They lost me forever with him on that, and he's also not. They haven't let him talk that much. You're a you're a grudge holder. You know that you're oh, a, just a, a grudge holding motherfucker. Oh, just how a many bit. years ago was that? Uh, that would have been Bound for Glory 2010. Um, then he beat Bully Ray at. Okay, Victory and where Road was it? It was in TNA, was it not? Yeah. If a tree falls in TNA, no one fucking is around to hear it. But Dixie so Carter just... will be there to say that everything is fine, darling. So just yeah. be all right. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can catch that on pop motherfucking TV. Uh, yeah. Which, by the way, they've uh they've moved tomorrow night's show to eleven o'clock. And they're not going to air anything for the next two weeks. They're done until until the relaunch. Hey, you guys are going to learn Thursday during the Mercedes Carrera uh, interview that the term pop can mean many different things in many different places. <laughs> I'm almost, see what I'm, I'm, I'm talking scared, about. I'm almost um, scared to listen to this interview. Uh, anyways. <laughs> um, fuck. Fuck TNA. Um yeah, we had to get we haven't done we haven't done a, a TNA is stupid segment in a while. Lastly, the women's match. Yes. Conceptually, oh I I liked where they were going, mm-hmm. but 
God damn, was there a single fucking spot that they didn't botch during that match? Like, holy well, okay. shit. Here's here's your mind bending uh, statement of the night. Yesterday, according to Brian Alvarez, Charlotte was supposed to be the face in that match while Paige was the heel. And that's apparently still the case now. Well, I've that's not the only person I heard saying that. I heard um some other another on another podcast, I'm not gonna call out names, but Talking about how, oh, well, no one's the fucking, she's sort of, I'm like, no, it's pretty obvious that yeah. Charlotte's like, you know, in the midst of a heel turn. And yeah. that's kind of the point. Um, yeah. Regardless, uh, they haven't really done anything to endear Paige to anybody. No. And even Ric Flair, like, he's missing his cues to fucking interfere. And like, what the fuck was that? Like, <laughs> I just, God I damn, that was a shit show. And this is why everyone was always worried when Flair would be a, a regular character around Charlotte because it's all about Ric Flair. Well, I mean, they're going about this all the wrong way. Oh, yeah. Well, not all the wrong way, but it's definitely could be tinkered to, to work and be much more effective. Um, Charlotte doesn't need to be a fucking copy, carbon copy of her father. No. I like throwing, putting the face flop spot in there. I think that's funny. Um but, like, that should be just about it. Like, it shouldn't be copying every single thing that he does with him standing right there and her mimicking yeah. it. It should be entitled legacy kid. I'm six feet tall. I'm blonde. I have great teeth. I have some big-ass fake tits. Um, my dad was a fucking multi-time champion. I'm a world-class gymnast and athlete. None of you girls can touch me. But then she also fucking cheats and cuts corners when she has so much genetic. What what is she genetically superior? That's her little yeah, thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Or it was in NXT. That was her tagline, genetically superior. That should still be her tagline because she yeah. fucking is. Look at her. You know what yeah. I'm saying? She, if they did this right, she could she could be the thing that takes this fucking division to the next level. Her mm-hmm. being a genetically superior monster heel, fucking mowing people down because nobody could touch her, but she still cheats and cuts corners. That, in its own way, actually is the biggest homage to her dad that she could possibly give because yeah. that's exactly what he was when he was a world champion. Remember? Fucking oh, yeah. blonde hair, good looks, fucking... Jet flying, uh, limousine riding, riding, you know. Wheeling, dealing, kiss, stealing, son of a But guy. he would still cut corners. He would still barely win. Um, and so that's, you know, that's the way. That's, that would be the true homage to him yeah. without, oh, let's fucking carbon copy every single fucking mannerism that he does. I also would love to see her do the uh, the get flipped upside down in the corner. Fucking go outside of the ring to the apron and jump yeah. up on the other side and get flipped off. <laughs> that would be that. She could do that. A little bit of strutting, but like do a cartwheel into the strut, yeah. And then the fucking the face flop. That that should be it. And, and I'm fine. And I'm fine with the figure eight because that's a nice. Well, yeah, the figure eight. That's, that's a nice upgrade. Once again, exactly. It's it's homage to her dad. It's stuff that she learned from her dad, but she's making it her own. Yeah. That's what this needs to fucking be. Not that yeah. awkward ass strut that she does, and having him around twenty four fucking seven. Well, I mean, uh, uh, okay. On a quick side. Okay, two things. One. We've already seen what happened when they tried to make someone a Flair clone, and uh, they tried it with the, uh, Miz. With the Miz. And now, so bad. As bad as Miz was, look at how much better he is now with this Hollywood stuff. It it's not great, but it's a lot better he than needs to be a manager like ASAP. He needs yeah. to fucking build 
a fucking stable like that where he can talk shit and be in the mic and add the the mic skills that he has and the heat that he has to some guys that can work that are can't really get themselves over yeah. and he should have he should be the next fucking you know heel manager major heel I manager don't, I don't because he can bump and eat shit when he fucking needs to i don't remember the last time he had a match the tournament oh yeah yeah so it's been a while but before that it was it was a long time too yeah and but um the other thing about flair when they introduce him as a two-time Hall of Famer, does that just sound stupid to anyone else, or is it just me? What's stupid about it? It just he sounds Hall of Fame twice. I know, but it just sounds weird. Yeah, I was kind of wondering where they were going with it when they said, uh, you know, and her two-time. I was like, two-time what? And then they said Hall of Fame. I was like, oh, but yeah, that was. It just sounds. It, it's. Uh, why would it, they go with that? Why I. Sixteen-time world champion and two-time Hall of Famer. Because they want to make you remember that Ric Flair is the greatest wrestler that has ever lived, period. There is no question about it. Bigger than Hogan, bigger than Austin, bigger than anyone not named Shawn Michaels because Triple H worships the guy. But, uh, okay, so, but, but then why would you leave out 16-time world champion? 16-time world champ's fine. I just think two, I just think in two-time Hall of Famer sounds stupid in general. 16-time world champ's great. Uh, but they left that out. They just did the two-time Hall of Famer. I don't know. They should go with 16-time World I don't know. Probably because it's getting close to Hall of Fame season and they're trying to create buzz about it or something, which is uh, like- Yeah, I don't get I just it's it's a it's not choice in general. Um so TLC B minus, yeah, I'd say probably C plus B minus. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There were some good highlights, but the rest of it was a bit fucking mundane. Yeah. Um we're happy that- about Roman Reigns and things. Uh the only other thing I wanted to mention from last night's show is um I think that that New Day segment is uh, still going right now. Oh, yeah. They're actually still in the ring, still talking about nothing. WWE finally managed to do it. There was a shitty New Day segment. Well, the worst part was New Day was completely... If you're a heel, you need to be ridiculous and over the top. They won the match. They they had every right to brag. They didn't really cheat. So, I mean... They they praised the losers, and then the losers got annoyed because they celebrated. Get over it. Go beat them next time. Yeah, that was... Like, what? what is your complaint here? All New around Day, very poor. Yeah, New Day didn't sneak attack you. New Day just bragged about winning. Why are you annoyed? You got the match you wanted, and you lost. Why, indeed. Uh, was there anything else from, from Raw last night that you... Um, well, uh, other than seeing Tommy Dreamer writhing around in pain, which is all good. <laughs> I had to throw that it's in. The new, it's the new rivalry. First it was Raven and Tommy Dreamer. Now it's Tommy Dreamer and KB. That match was way better last night oh, than yeah. it was oh, the tables match. That match last night was bitching, man. That was fun. Yeah. Good um, times. Yeah, I have, I have no complaints about it. I, I, they, again, they had me believing they might actually job the Wyatts. Oh, they had me believing it. You saw me. I was fucking oh, yeah. pissed. I was like, oh, the Wyatts going to fucking lose this match what the fuck is happening in front of my face right now but they didn't thank god and again i can live with it if the if the ecw guys lose i'm good with that yeah absolutely. that's fine i can that's cool just don't put them over people who deserve the spots more that's all i'm asking for the sake of nostalgia that's all i'm asking what we had last night was perfect well as perfect as it's gonna be with tommy dreamer involved well yeah um (laughs) at least at least bring out beulah so um Anything else from Raw? Uh, let's flip through my notes here. Nothing that jumps off the page at me. 
Um, other than it did seem a little bit better when the Divas were mostly not around. Yeah, that's uh, a, a shame that with this whole yeah, uh, Again, though, I still don't know what... Um... Oh, Kevin Owens last night was awesome. Just coming yeah, out that and, was... just, and just hurting people. Yeah, that was different, and I'm not sure... Maybe they'll they'll take him down because I think we we mentioned the other night myself and Shocky what the rumor is if you guys out there don't know is the rumors yeah, yeah, that they're yeah. trying to build Kevin Owens towards a WrestleMania match with Brock Lesnar, which unfortunately I heard was probably not true, though I would take it with a big grain of salt as always. Um, because I mean, so maybe they, they're building building him into some sort of like you know like um. Killing machine? Like a bully who can't be reasoned with. You know, he's just mad because he lost. He can't. He's a sore loser, so he's going out there and yeah. fucking putting hurtings on people and then, yeah. you know, going to say, I'm the baddest boy around here and yeah. nobody can fight me and blah, 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 blah. And then here comes Lesnar. Something like that. Yeah, that uh, was fine. Because um, that brings us to where do we, like you said earlier with the fallout, where do we go with Reigns from here? Oh, I think you know exactly where we're going. Well, I mean, okay, I, I know we're I know we're gearing up for Les, for uh, Triple H, of course. That's well, no, I mean you know it's going to be more it's going to be more of what what it's been last month or so. Yeah, but so I mean, our, like, probably January, probably Royal Rumble, he'll defend against Sheamus, and then we'll probably start getting the build somehow towards him and Triple H. Yeah, but I mean, is that mania for him? Yeah, I think so. That, yeah. I mean, I, I was, guess he's still. I mean, how many years though? For how many years though? That was the gatekeeper. Like, like people, it's funny because people used to talk shit about, oh, Triple H never fucking put anybody over. I'm like, well, to my recollection, when I first came back to the fold of professional wrestling, beating Triple H for the belt at WrestleMania was like a fucking yearly tradition. Yeah. Like, that's what the next big time guy did. Yeah. If Which, you're the next big time guy, you beat Triple H at WrestleMania. Fucking Benoit, fucking yeah. Cena, fucking Batista. Um, well, on a quick note, I would say the, Triple H is Orton. Yeah, Triple H is one of the best is the best example I've ever seen of someone who the times where he is good, which are far more frequent than the times when he's bad, so are so overshadowed by the times when he was bad. Yeah. Because all people remember about him are the are 2002 and 2003. Yeah. Which were dreadful, but after that he lightened up a lot. I mean the has he won any match since he beat Lesnar at WrestleMania? I don't yeah. mean a big, I mean anything. One that he definitely should not have won against fucking right. Sting. Yeah. What the but fuck? I, I don't. I don't think Triple H has won a single match outside of that. Yeah. In what is that? Well, yeah, from Sting. Yeah. So he doesn't. He's gotten to the point where he's and he can still go in the ring. So. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I when Triple as long as they take a beating like he does, I'm fine with it. It's mainly Stephanie just running around and screeching at people. It's going to be an episode of KB Catharsis. It's a new series we're going to start here. (laughs) No, I'm good now. Um, At least Reigns won last night, and that's the important thing. That pretty much is is the release over Stephanie. One more thing before we move on to the the power and the glory of what's going to be happening tomorrow. Um, Man, did you see all that red-hot heat on fucking Rusev and Lana? God! That three-match winning streak, undefeated since they came back on TV. So much heat, bro. So much heat on Rose 37 Lana. No, wait, they lost to uh, Ryback via count-out on Raw a couple Was weeks ago. Was it a count-out? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm talking about, you know, actual legitimate winner losses. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. He beat fucking Ryback by passing out, and they beat him in the tag match last night, so. Yeah. Oh, it, 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 I hear it's nuclear. 
just just burying him, man. So much heat. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm telling you. Um, I, do, I do love also how Rusev is pretty much right back where he was before Lana left. Cause, yeah. Because Rusev is a, it was an undefeated monster who lost and is now in the mid card where he was destined to go forever after that first loss. I'll tell you what's fucking got nuclear heat. The fucking fire of the greatness of what's going down tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, it's hard to put a cap. I'm, I I need to start preparing myself for fucking disappointment because it's hard to put a cap on uh, my level of, of excitement and expectation tomorrow. Are you going to be able to? Yeah, because, I mean, you just yeah. you just write. So you're yeah. you're going to be able to watch it live. Yeah? Oh, yeah. You think I missed that takeover? You. Are you nuts? I ain't going to miss it, but I ain't going to be able to watch <laughs> it live. Yeah. Um. Good shit, man. Uh, what are your what things are you most looking forward to for for tomorrow's? Um, it's always interesting to see another country's take on something. Um, well, let me tell you something, sir. I've been seeing some videos on Twitter of the other live events that they had over there, and it's been fucking bananas. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, things that I've seen. So it's it's gonna be something tomorrow. Yeah, and there's the thing is, there's only five matches. That seems low to me. Well, uh, seems like you know. Since Jordan and Gable don't have an announced yeah. opponent, it almost seems like a certain idea that I brought up here a couple weeks ago might be possible. Yeah. It might be in play. For the level of how over they are, there's no way they're not going to be on that card. Oh, yeah. And, they're and, going and, to have a match. And especially considering one of those matches is Asuka against Emma, that match is not going to go more than five minutes. Not going to go very long. So, I mean... And I don't really see how long Bailey against Nia Jax can go because I don't know if Jax yeah, has the endurance to go. I don't know if she has the endurance, and it's just right. her style doesn't doesn't right. doesn't uh, equate to long matches. Yeah. So I mean, and Regal's been sent ho- had to go home because of his neck. So yeah. He's what not the gonna fuck? I just like barely saw it off to the side today. What happened? Is he having? Uh, they, they said he has some uh, from that neck surgery. Yeah. Had, there's some complications from it, and he has to get them fixed. Oh, what the fuck? I was like the pop yeah. I was looking forward to the most. I know, but I mean, it's. I was hoping they play his old Lord Stephen Regal music. You can't. You gotta. You can't risk that neck. It's... I think that's the music I'm going to use for for the for the theme song of the podcast <laughs> this week. So anybody who heard the music, that's that's what that was. Yeah. Um, I mean, he'll be uh, in honor of Stephen Regal. Yeah, he, um, I, I, I mean, it's it's his neck. You can't mess with that because Regal's one of those guys that's going to be around. He'll probably be like the next Pat Patterson role. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, Regal's only like about fifty. He's not very old. He looks fucking ninety, but yeah. <laughs> that's because he lived himself quite the life. <laughs> yeah, but it, he's he's not that old. So yeah. I mean. I think he'll be fine, um, but it, I think the show will be fine with that. I mean, it would, that would have been just a really nice treat. Oh, yeah, it would have been fucking great. Yeah, but, but uh, I mean, again, you don't want to mess with, with, with a neck injury like that. Just get it fixed so you don't have to worry about it later on. There's yeah. so many questions. There's a lot, yeah, Regal, of, yeah, lot of Regal, questions going on to, going into this show. Yeah, Regal's only 47. Get the fuck out. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. No, he's... Where do you find that? Is that on Wikipedia? Yeah, uh, May 10th, 1968. Get the fuck out of here! You got to remember, he started wrestling when he was fifteen. Fifteen, yeah. But your your prime is supposed to be like thirty five to forty five. Yeah. God damn. Fuck. Wrestling <laughs> is a tough road. Oh, Regal. 
Fragal. Have yourself some fun, sir. He's 47. Get out. That is nuts. Um, he's, he looks like he could be, he could pass for Vince's age. God damn. Because Vince is like still, people say he looks ancient. I don't think he looks that bad. Oh, he didn't look bad. He didn't look 70 at all last night. Oh. Um, uh, Yeah, Regal's 47. He could be around easily another 20 years. Yeah. It's a battle. <laughs> Never mind. I don't want to say anything mean. Regal, take care of yourself, goddammit. I love well, you. Well, he is. He's out um, getting his neck fixed. I can't fucking handle that after Dusty Rhodes. You can't. You can't never. You can never die, William Regal. You can never yeah. die. You're not allowed. Um, and he, and one, he needs to dress and drag one more time. One more time. Just once uh, more. <laughs> a lot of questions going into the show tomorrow night. Yes. Who? Well, first of all, what, what are you. Okay, we already did. What are you looking forward to most? Um. The tag team titles. Yeah. Enzo and Cass, finally. Mm. I have... You know what's funny, though, is they... The New Day kind of alluded to the fact that they don't have anybody to feud with anymore. I was thinking that same thing, but, I mean, Enzo and Cass, that's... I mean, that's just... That's really just a comedy feud, though. I will say this. uh, Last week, that serious promo they cut was excellent. Fucking excellent and very different, and... Yeah, if they if I they can it. do that, they they should have been on the main roster yesterday. Because right, well, you know Enzo, the both of them are really really green. Like both of them um, went to the PC basically from off the street. Uh, yeah, they basically uh, met uh, Triple H met Enzo through having the same personal trainer. Yeah, so like both of them are right off the street. They've only been wrestling for like three or four years, so that's yeah, why it's, it's taken a while. Yeah, but still, that that was. Remarkable. Yeah, good. that was excellent. Um, I was stunned at how good that was. I am, I guess, past. I'm at a point of acceptance now. I still don't understand why, if they're going to put the belts on them, they wouldn't have done it in Brooklyn, where they elicited possibly the biggest pop. Once again, means different things to different com- companies. Um, <laughs> means different things in different walks of life. They elicited one of the biggest pops that you've ever fucking seen. I can't stop thinking about what she said. Okay, okay, okay. Listen to one of the biggest now, reactions. I have an idea of what you mean. Reactions in my head you've too. ever heard. Um, they listened to one of the biggest reactions you've ever fucking heard in Brooklyn, and they didn't put the belts on them there. Yeah, but I've I've moved on from that. I'm accepting it. Just it's fine. Yeah. Do you think they're they're walking out with the belts tomorrow night? No. No. Gut, gut instinct. Reason? Gut instinct. Which, by the way, my gut instinct is usually terrible. So. Take that for what it's worth. Uh, um, I, Dawson and Wilder—they're just not very inter- They're not very interesting. They're—they're—they're—if they're, you—they're that. A purist would tell you that's the point. Yeah, but I mean. But yeah, they're still not very interesting. That makes them kind of the perfect heels. Yeah. Um, because it's you want it's very much like William Regal back in the '90s, where he was boring, but nobody could beat him. Yeah, because his his strategy works so well. Um, I just really do think that for one thing, you have the story of well, they're the old school wrestlers, and then here are Gable and Jordan, who are the real technical wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, match that style perfectly. Um, but I don't know, Enzo and Cass. Well, maybe I, Enzo and Cass have only like they only have like a short run. You know what I mean? Oh, if I don't they, think they, they, then they put over Gable and fucking Jordan. 
they give them, you know, the whole second half of the show one week for them to fucking have a title match. Yeah, that's possible. Put too. them over, then go up to the main roster and feud with uh, Kofi and fu- with uh, new, the New Day. Yeah, because the, the, the New Day, I don't think that they're near the end of the run, but New Day has been doing this style since May. Well, New Day is ru- ending the, nearing the end of their run because they have nobody to run with. They're, right. They've gone through everybody on the main roster. So. Yeah. They have. I mean, they had to bring the Dudleys back for them to beat up. Yeah, and they not only have they gone through everybody on the main roster, they went through people who were not on the main roster. Yeah, and they brought in the Dudleys. Yeah, which, so, which again shows you how limited the tag division really is. Starting to get there. Um, yeah. Uh, unless what do they do? Bring up the hype bros. I they worked a house show this last weekend. Well, yeah, but Ryder is on the house. It is usually I'm just work. saying. Yeah, they'd be. Th- the pro just just that that would be fun too. Seeing them all promo against each other would be a pretty good time too. I, I know J, I know JBL has fallen through the floor lately, but him reacting to Mojo Raleigh yeah. could be hilarious. Funny enough, I feel like the hype bros would be more would be more over on the main roster than they do are down on the NXT Probably roster. So. Um, Probably so because Ryder is going to be over no matter what. Yeah, even after he couldn't change a tire, I'm even not. I couldn't I, change a tire. I, I was. I said that with a big smile on my face. I'm not going into that again. Um. Um. But yeah, that'd be fine. Uh, I mean, just throw teams together or just do a singles tag team against the Usos or the Dragons. They haven't done those yet. A lot of questions. Yeah. What's funny is that tag match is almost the most predictable one out of all of them. There really isn't a big... Is is fucking Nia Jax going to beat fucking Bailey? I don't know. Again, I don't know, and that's why I want to watch. That's why NXT is awesome. Yeah. She threw her through a fucking door, man. She flew through a door. When was the last time anybody flew through a door, let alone a female? Holy I know, shit. I know Big Show did it to Kane once. Um, that was fucking outrageous. Yeah. Um, I think the thing with that is I really do think eventually the goal is to get it on Eva Marie. Which you just can't stop. You can't get. You can't let that go. Like they're, they're you can't let yourself be. Go, go, they're still working you. They're still working you. Where you don't think you're safe from an evil Marie title. <laughs> um, but okay. Here's the thing. Can you explain to me why Nia Jax and Evil Marie are associated? Mm, yeah, they haven't really done a very good job of. They're just kind of. They're both together. cunts. I don't know. That's. That's a good enough reason for me. I mean, what exactly does Nia get out of having Eva around? Yeah. She's pretty much proven she can destroy Bailey on her own. It's true. And that Bailey and that Eva can't win even when the deck is completely stacked in her favor. Why did I mean is Eva paying her? I mean, is it to get her on total divas or something? Which wouldn't shock me if that's their story. KB, quit uh, trying to distract us and not make a prediction. Is Nia Nia Jax gonna win the fucking belt? No. You don't think so? Not yet, but the problem after that is really the only thing left is Asuka for Bailey. See, and that's why I'm I'm very suspicious of this. Yeah. Because I got a feeling. I think I spelled this out. I can't remember if it was if I alluded to this when the last time you were on or if it was last week with Shockey. But like I said, I could see Oh yeah, I did say it because you said you listened to the podcast and you had a yeah. big grin on your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see Charlotte taking off on this elite athlete, top level monster mm-hmm. heel yeah. run, and then here comes everybody's favorite plucky underdog babyface mm-hmm. Bailey up from yeah. NXT after she drops the belt to Nia Jax coming up yeah. there, and then Bailey and Charlotte have their showdown uh, at WrestleMania. Um, on the I'm other just, hand, I could but, see Nia Jax 
continuing to tear through the roster and destroy everyone, and there's only one fucking lady dangerous and badass enough to fucking take it off of her, and that's the fucking samurai warrior chick, Asuka. Which that would be, I would pay to see that, which I probably would anyway. Um, it's just the I, something how, in the range of ten dollars a month. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm saying somewhere around nine ninety nine. Actually, in, in, <laughs> well, unless they're doing that at Takeover Dallas, which I'm buying tickets for on Friday. Like so. I said, I, I think yeah. I, I see that that be, well, fuck, that's a long time. It is. Um, I don't know well, who else Jax would defend it against. Who else is the babyface? Lady Carmella. Work? Carmella, who she already went through. So maybe that, I mean, process of elimination, you can go both ways. Maybe that, I mean, it the the roster is set up for Bailey right now to yeah. keep running through heel challengers. Because so, the problem is when she loses that title, good lord, the reaction's going to be sad. Yeah. Yeah, then, you know what, now that I think about it, since there's not really any besides Oscar, well, maybe Oscar will win the belt and have a monster run. See what I mean? You can't, we can't figure this out. Can't fucking figure it out. You cannot crack the fucking code of the and NXT ha- women's division. And it, you can't crack any anything in in NXT anymore. And that's awesome. Um, Speaking of, of cra- codes to try and crack, Finn Balor yeah. was on the record. I think it was yesterday. Proclaiming that he doesn't really want to get called up, that he enjoys NXT and he thinks he's making history right now, and if and, you know people are going to look back on this someday and and look at them as trailblazers, and he doesn't really want to go to NXT. Now, to me, is that the old typical WWE smokescreen that he's going to drop the belt and surprise everybody, and then he'll be showing up on the main fucking roster, or or does he continue? Let's try to look at the the, the potential suitors for both of them. Samoa yeah. Joe. Um, uh, Joe would Cruz would be the, probably the number one. Paulo Cruz. Well, that's the thing though. Cruz who's gonna end up? Who's gonna end up showing up at this show? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, who's yeah. gonna end up showing up at this fucking show? Austin Aries was at the Performance Center. Yeah. James Storm was at the Performance Center. Yep. Gunner was at the Performance Center. Yep. Uh, they keep saying that AJ hasn't been contacted and that his, and well because it's him he and a special certain somebody else by the name of Nakamura yeah um have been have the WWE has interest in them and they have interest back but NJPW's contracts roll over in January so they probably haven't been contacted yet because there's probably some sort of legal scuttlebutt that um they haven't been officially contacted uh, thank you. yet. I, that's where I was going next. But there's a difference between being contacted and being contacted. Um and if anybody any of the listeners, I don't know if you guys aren't into the sheets or don't know the news yet, yet. Um WWE has a level of interest in Nakamura to the point where they have a plan for what they're going to do with him if they can bring him in and like a time frame for it. Yeah. It's it's very serious and Nakamura um loves america loves american culture has never worked over here before and that to me you know i hear a lot of people like why would you leave japan he's such a big deal over there you know he makes all this money he's a top star yeah but if you love another foreign country and the plan is for you to come in and be the backbone of this badass hot brand for you know three or four years come over get to live in america for three or four years make some good paydays you know, and then go back home. I mean, there's, I, there's nothing to me that says logically that that cannot happen. Right. So if Joe wins this belt, not only do you have uh, Apollo Crews all ready to go, um, yeah, 
you might have all this this this, this influx of guys coming through here in the very it's near amazing future. The, the lineup that could go and the thing is Balor could face any of those guys too absolutely he could because he's done very successful face versus face matches um, the thing, Balor's been champion for a while now well, it was July fourth of July which yep. that sneaks up on you he hasn't yeah because of the taping schedule of, of NXT yeah, it just doesn't feel like he's had it that long but uh because he hasn't been fucking overexposed mm-hmm. like the five fucking hours of main roster that are put on yeah. Balor's on TV less than a month than fucking Roman Reigns is in one show on yeah. the main roster. It's the longest title reign since Neville. Oh, yeah. And Neville held that thing forever. Just a year, yeah. So there's... I, I don't know which way it's going to go. I really don't. Because don't either, either guy could take on all those challengers. I don't know what that's going to make the the roster look like. If, depending on which way they switch the belt. Um, Balor's more fluid because he can go face go against faces or heels. Yeah. Um, but well, the NXT, I don't think they would give a shit. They'd put heel against heel, and the crowd would probably eat it up if they did a good job. So, uh, yeah, tough um, to call, man. Tough to call. It is, and it is glorious that it is. How uh, fucking awesome were those promos? That well, non promos when Joe choked out Champa and just screamed oh, yeah. into the camera, Balor. You know, you could see he was voicing just screaming Balor's name into the camera. It was fucking great. Yeah, and again, it goes to show you some people don't need to do the 20-minute long cartoonish promos oh. that WWE insists that they do because sometimes, like when Joe just walked in, signed, and walked back out, it's it told you everything you need to Badass. know. Badass. Badassery. Everything you needed to know about him. Uh, and then, finally, in a match we kind of skipped over, uh, Cruz and Corbin. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's pretty, well... Uh, you sure about that? Man, I don't know, because I don't know, um, I don't know if you've been watching Breaking Ground. Yeah. But, yep. fucking Baron Corbin's basically the dar- the darling of that show. It's clear that they have really big plans for that guy, or that yeah. they want him to succeed. So, having him lose two major feuds in a row, the one versus Joe at the last takeover, and the one versus Cruz at this one... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they've built up Balor and Cruz as having uh, unfinished business. Unfinished business, yeah, after what was a fucking fun match. But, I mean, you have Balor just... You have Balor beat Cruz and say, I finished what you couldn't. Yeah. I got no idea. Again, this is why it's awesome. This is why NXT is awesome. Because... Well, that's all we can say. I got no idea what's going to happen. It's going to be fucking awesome. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, the thing is, I'm still waiting on one of these shows to be bad, and they haven't really come close yet. No, absolutely not. I They've mean, the all wor- been at least B+. The worst show has been, what, I guess, Fatal 4-Way over a year ago? Uh, maybe. Yeah. There really isn't a bad one in sight, and that's what makes it great. Though, I mean, th- th- it's been, what, like two and a half months since the last one? A little, little less? I just yeah. think that... I don't know. I think there's just just a lot of potential. I don't want to get everybody too built up because then it'll be disappointed if there isn't a bunch of surprises. But I'm just going to say there is definitely room for surprises because they only have the five announced matches. Like you said, Asuka and Emma is not going to go a real long time. I Um, I love how we didn't even really bother previewing Asuka against Emma. It's just, yeah, that's going to be a squash. Um, And then, you know, you got... 
like I said, Gable and Jordan don't have a match, mm-hmm. but they are fucking super over. If you look yeah. up some of those, I need everybody to go out and look up NXT Blackpool. Go on Twitter, put it into the fucking search bar, NXT Blackpool, and just mm-hmm. wait till you see what is on there regarding Jordan and Gable. It's fucking epic. Uh, so you know they're going to be on the card in some sort of fashion. Just there's a lot of potential. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, see, I'm not. I'm not so much seeing the people arriving to tomorrow. I'm seeing them arriving in the weeks leading up to Mania. Yeah, could be, but or you know, they might want to restock the deck so that they Maybe. have a really strong run going up to Mania. Yeah, have you know they, what I'm saying? Do you think there's going to be another takeover between now and Dallas? Well, the thing is, they just announced that in January mm-hmm. they're having a Midwest tour. Yeah. And guess what one of the cities is? Chicago. Chicago. And if I could fucking wish on a wish... <laughs> the don't wish, go, don't the go wish there. I make tonight. <laughs> don't go there. If it would fucking be... If it could... If they, that Chicago show could, could only just be a fucking takeover. If they could have a takeover at fucking Rosemont Horizon. Oh, man. Holy fuck. Holy <laughs> shit. Holy shit. You could have it anywhere in Chicago, really. Yeah, you really could, but that arena in general is... I think they already announced the Chicago arena that wasn't the Horizon. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I mean, but, you know, but still, take it... They could any, always move it. They could. Anywhere in Chicago is just going to... It's going to blow the roof off the place. So I wonder about that, if it'll be... If they'll have one then. Um, but... Probably not. They'll probably wait till... I'm, I'm glad we get to see the WrestleMania show this week, this year. Apparently oh, last yeah. year that was the shit. That was a fucking oh, yeah. incredible experience for everybody involved last year. And yeah. they had a bunch of dignitaries sitting front row and yeah. that could be a badass motherfucking show this year at the at the uh you know, yeah. they'll probably have it at the reunion arena down there and uh, uh the the it's gonna be at the K Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center. What the fuck is that? Ten thousand seats. Oh. Very nice. So probably after the the set and everything is is all get done up, probably, probably eight thousand. Yeah. Because they have a there's a um, there's a basketball I think there's a hockey game the night uh, in uh, American Airlines Center. Okay, That's so good. yeah, Fucking but still, still I mean, there you go. So it's a yeah. yeah, I mean it's that's a uh, April first Friday night. So then the next night's uh, Hall of Fame, Fame, then Mania, okay. then Raw, yeah, and be just a yeah. fucking great, great yeah. weekend and, wrestling. Yeah, I went. Uh, I went to everything in 2014, and uh, I went to uh, Ring of Honor's pay per view then. And then, uh, well, it's well. Then they said, well, it's either that or Takeover. That and Takeover running the same night. Oh, uh, that's a shame. shame well, Ring I, of Honor is what it is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I was asking my wife, like, which do you want to go to? Like the NXT oh, taping. Please. Yeah. They they hadn't announced as a Takeover yet, but I'm like, it's going to be a Takeover. It Absolutely. just is. And I'm like, well, unless they. I don't know, unless NXT gets kidnapped or something uh, before then. <laughs> if we're NXT, going to, the entity, gets kidnapped. Yeah, we're going to NXT just because, if nothing else, so she can learn the chance. Fucking A. Well, we're very much, very much looking forward to sir, to that action tomorrow. Um, you got anything? What are you, what are you working on right now, KB? What's your next release? Um, anything in time for the Christmas fucking season? No, not this year. Uh, I've got something that I have been working on for, I think, nine months now, uh, which I'm still only about halfway done. So that's going to hopefully 
come I'm I'm shooting for that one around Mania. Um but, By the way, uh, I have an idea for you. I have an idea for you for a project. I'll, I'll tell you about it some off air doing something, but right. I think it'll be I think it's a cool idea. Okay. But like, so you're working on something? Yes, sir. Out for Christmas. Right. Um and then it after that you just fucking ruined Christmas. So Well, and then after uh, hey, if it makes you feel after that around uh, if it's not for Mania season NXT volume 2. Mm. Yeah. Little companion piece to the fucking best of DVD. Yep. That'd be a Which, good idea. Well, I mean, my bestseller ever was the first two years of NXT. So really? Oh yeah. Yeah, it makes oh, sense. Well, because it's kind of a fucking hid, hidden, uh, little you know, hidden gem yeah. type deal. It was yeah. just me, you, and like six other people that were watching it yeah. when it first went over to full and sale. I- I sat through the shows on WWE.com during NXT Redemption, which went on for a year. Ugh. When they went down to full sale, that was my reward for sitting through all yeah. that. All right, man. Well, thanks for being on the show again. Thanks, yes, everybody, sir. for listening. Uh, hopefully, we'll fucking live through tomorrow's show without having an aneurysm and be able to join you again soon. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about that. And don't everybody forget our newest team member, Correspondent. <laughs> The wonderful and wondrous Mercedes Carrera. Thursday, 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 Thursday. Check it out. Um, Thanks again, everybody, for listening. We'll be back soon.